Welcome to Down the Wormhole. My name is Joshua Weinberg. I'm Zachary Miller. And today we are joined by our esteemed professor, Dr. Philip Laporta. Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for coming to my office. No problem. This is way easier than anything else I've done. You guys came to me for an interview. <laughs> I mean, we have nothing else to do, and it... Oh, thanks. That makes me feel special. <laughs> oh, you know, at quarter after eight in the morning, we're not really that busy. <laughs> well, let's be honest. At quarter eight after the morning, I mean, my, my office hours start at nine, so we get some time. And that, you, you guys are the only other ones up. It's very rare I have visitors at this hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, you've been here before, Josh. Josh has come to my office... I, I, Josh, you were the only person I've ever seen before eight o'clock in this office. Because mm-hmm. you have you have knocked on my door at like seven thirty. Like I can't sleep. Can I just sit in here until my class and I'm, you know, whatever? <laughs> what uh, class did you have? I don't even remember. It was probably just. What it was last semester mostly, wasn't it? Or was it last spring? It was. It was uh, actually sophomore year I did that. Okay, I'm getting old. That was a long time ago then. Never mind. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> it, was so, it was sophomore year. Yes, we're making me feel I, old. Go, go. Continue <laughs> yeah, the interview. Roommates. Physics, engineering things. Yeah, let's talk about why we're here. That's a good idea because I don't even know, and I'm on the show. Uh, we, well, you know. I assume this microphone is hooked up, by the way, and we're actually <laughs> doing a podcast. You didn't just show up in my office with foamy things and like, oh, we're just gonna bother Phil for a while. <laughs> you know, that gives me a great idea. <laughs> what do you do next week? <laughs> no, <laughs> not this. <laughs> I'm, I could be very tempted to go into random professors' offices and do this. Oh my god, that'd be funny. I would, I would tune into that. Just, Considering I haven't tuned in yet, I would start tuning in. Just set up a microphone and just hit record and just start messing with them. Well, I think it's funnier if you go in, set the whole thing up, and then don't hit the record button and just talk to him for five minutes and be like, oh, sorry, I forgot to hit record. I'm out. And we're out of time. The, all, the only part of the interview you get with every professor is, well, thanks for having being on the show. Oh, nice, thanks for coming in. And that's all that the show is. Hey, we'll make it a segment. <laughs> Random. Random. Thanks from professors. Oh, thanks for coming in. Hi. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Bye. So what are we doing? All right. So what we wanted to talk about today is any uh, interesting science and, like, what, what have we talked about with Mac? For instance, Mac uh, traveled to, I want to say, Turkey? Yeah, he was in Turkey, Turkey. for a while doing research for... Doing research and treated water heater, dev- uh, water heater, solar water heater advice for a stay at the end. I'm not that interesting. I'm sorry. I wish I, I wish I was. I mean, no. I have I have fun stories and I have weird things. That's kind of what we want. I mean, there's nothing, and I've thought about this before, and I think I've said this to you, Josh, is, you know, if I ever decided to change career, I could do stand-up just with material based on things that I've heard in class. Because for those, for those listeners who don't know me, all five of you, this, I, have a, I have a feeling the Venn diagram overlap on this is going to be pretty large if people are tuning in because of me. It's like, oh, we know who this is. And 90% of the current listeners have the last name of Weinberg or Miller. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty, pretty much, much, yeah, okay. So that, that's, I'll, see what, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can pimp you out and get some more listeners for you. Thank cool. you. Uh, you're welcome. That. That was what we're we here. need that. Actually. Synergy. Our, our <laughs> brain actually requires that we have a thousand unique listeners by the end of this Seriously? Semester. Yeah. All right. Between I'm, all of our episodes. I'm, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to see what I can do. For you. <laughs> so, you. so, I mean, I, I've said to you before, I could do stand-up. It's just weird things. Because for those listeners who don't know me, uh, my, my job primarily consists of, of teaching at this point. Now, it's not that I didn't do research. You have to do research to get a PhD. And I was an experimental physicist, and that was a lot of fun. I'll tell you a fun story from that, too, if you want. But um, primarily now, what I'm doing as a job as an instructor here at Rowan University is I teach my <laughs> primarily. <laughs> 
That's Do we fun. have a beep? Do you hear that? That'd be fun. No, that's acceptable. Oh, okay. That's a shame. I guess if you, even if you want. Well, I'd rather than a beep, I want something fun, like a... Like something like that. That'd be funnier. I can do that. All right, good. Because some of these stories are funny, but they've got curses in them, so deal with it. Just just put mics. The stupidity goes deeper than skin level. I can't do that. It's a long beep. Uh, it's like censoring with a monologue from Macbeth. Okay. So... Wait, if this is a recording studio, do I have to turn around and spit and run around the building now? Never mind. Um, that's a joke oh, for... Oh, that is. That's a deep cut for those, you know, theater listeners who are tuning in. So, I've got... Yeah, and, yeah, Zach's so lost. I'm going to need some context. Don't worry. No, you don't. If just enjoy it. If you're an actor and you Don't. Safe. Just... Never mind. I'll let him enjoy that as a weird as it is. So, uh, I mean, I teach, which is great, and I love that, because there's nothing I love doing more than teaching. And I mean, in any context, I love teaching. It's physics, magic, uh, Josh, you've come into the office and we talked magic before, uh, and, and I've taught you a little bit of magic, um, I've, I've had private magic students as well, Any anywhere I go, I love teaching, so it's great, and I love doing what I do, uh, but boy, you get some moments when you're teaching where, where you just like kind of shake your head and, and you're like, oh god, this is, this is really happening, huh? <laughs> Um, that being said, you know, I can't say I've traveled to Turkey and traded, you know, water heater repair for a night at the inn, I'm not... Not that cool. Mac's a special case. <laughs> uh, and Mac, if you're out there, that's uh, I that's still cool. Listen. That's still cooler than me, man. So, first story that comes to my mind was uh, two semesters ago in E and M. So not fall 2017, but fall 2016. Uh, one of my smarter students too, a brilliant kid. Uh, I did a demo, which is generally known as the glowing pickle. Josh, you remember this oh. thing? Yeah. You uh, just shove two nails into a pickle and plug it into the wall. Primarily that's about it. <laughs> the safety level is high on this on this demo. Have you but, ever knocked the circuit breaker out with that one? No, which is stunning to me, by the way. Because <laughs> apparently pickles have just the right resistance to plug them into the wall. Uh, I can't say this. I wonder what the capacitive coupling to a pickle is. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna know. The the thing is this, and Josh, you know this demo. Have you ever seen this demo? I, I know of it, yeah. Okay, so you know that when you plug this thing in the wall, it basically just glows like an orange, <laughs> and right? Stinks. And smells the high hell. It's bad. It's bad. But it's a great demo, and it's really weird, and it just, you know, it's captivating, like all demos should be. And, they, then, they, and then you can stop and explain why. Well, yeah, and they raise the question, like, why the hell is this happening? So Cosmo now, pickle. right? What, <laughs> I was like, why do we have to? We, we do this with dill, or it has to be garlic kosher. Is this kosher? Can we do this over Paso? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Usually it comes up in like October, so I don't have to answer that question. It's okay. So anyway, I <laughs> see what I mean about the stories. That's, That's amazing. Fine. I know. So we're sitting there, and then a student asks a, a great question, which is, okay, wait a minute, but like, what about like a pickled beet or something else that's pickled? I'm sure it would work. No? Exactly, right? That was my response was, yeah, it's got to work because what you, why does this happen? And part of it is the electrolytic solution that it's, it's soaked solidity, in. Right? That's yeah, it's part of it, it, right? Yeah. Because as the pickles sit out, you can't plug it back into the wall and get the glow because it's drying out. And like if you see the pickles, they sit out, they get like kind of... going through it, they dry out really fast. Yeah, they'll, and yeah, they heat up too. It's kind of, it's, it's a nasty, smelly experiment. You ever have one explode? <laughs> no. Well, there was no reason for it to explode. I'd never... I've never. I mean, I mean you, you could probably you, plug it into like a 220 instead of the 120. No, I mean, what if you just put like a thousand volts AC through it? I mean, then you might get a pickle to blow up, but I haven't done it yet. Right, that well, might, no, be, that might be next time. I mean, let's see. What, I did plug... Wait, now, I did rig up a parallel circuit to increase the current. <laughs> you, wait, you plugged it into Yeah, the I plugged another pickle into parallel into the first pickle. 
<laughs> That's a great sentence in and of itself, by the way. Not many people get to say that. Uh, it's a, I plugged the pickle. I plugged the pickle into the other pickle into parallel. And I picked, that's, the, that's and I picked the pickle. Of, and I picked a pack of pickled parallel peppers. No, wait. Parallel pe- Forget it. Anyway. That's so gonna, wait. That's going to go on so, the So they asked the pickled beets question. I was like, yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure it would work. I've never tried it. But if you want to bring in some pickled stuff, you know, come on in. And then someone raised their hand. My, one of my better students. And I'll never forget this question. So what if, like, you had a pickled human foot? <laughs> that's the question that got asked. That's very it's, specific. It's... Number one, it's oddly specific. Number Would you two, like to bring in a specimen. Number now, this is rare, and, and you, Josh, who's been in my class, knows I'm rarely at a loss for words. I tend to have a pithy comeback in yeah. some way. <laughs> and just, Josh, I just froze, and, and I, I just did not know what to say. And I'm like, okay, it's pickled. <laughs> yes, I don't want to know why you went there. Or why you asked, because I don't want to be an accessory to anything. I'm just going to say it would probably glow had you hypothetically brought me a pickled foot. Please don't do that. And we just went on with the class. But then the pickled foot for the rest of the semester became this running gag. It was just absolutely brilliant. Oh, that was one of the weirdest. <laughs> People have said some weird... Oh, oh yeah. Beep. That's fine. I'll, I'll get a little car horn. Thanks. <laughs> they have. But, I mean, you know, it's the part of the fun of being a professor... And, and, and standing up there because people, once they get comfortable in your class, and I want my students to be comfortable enough to ask me anything. They start asking anything. Oh, yeah, which is absolutely great. But the big secret of teaching is there is such a thing as a dumb question. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But, like, there are certain questions like, wow, okay, you should know the answer to that. Or we've said this before. Or, or that wow, is not at all related to what we were talking about. But you've got to maintain that composure and, and try and answer it in a professional manner. And what if I brought a pickled foot remains what, like the highest of the high ridiculous questions I've ever gotten in my career. And it's just, not the stupidest question. No, but it is definitely up there on the, well, this is not something I thought I'd have to answer when I left the house this morning. You know, there are okay. certain questions you prep as a teacher because you know you're going to get them. Like you know, we just did like rotational motion and and, and, and oh, right like, okay well what you know what if I tilt the axes on this one it's like well now you're accelerating in two directions you're ready to answer that question what if I don't tilt the axis okay well now you've got components going on and it makes it a little easier what's but, the center of gravity of a pickled foot I, I mean, just <laughs> now I'm ready for those questions this is a good thing yeah that's I, the benefit you're always getting more ready for more ridiculous questions and yet you're never ready. You're never quite ready. And, and, and there are certain times in my life where I've prepped for questions, and one of my biggest, you know, it's, it's, I don't have too many regrets in life. I kind of live my life with it. Well, this happened, big deal. What happens, whatever happens, right? Right. One of my larger regrets, I, I did something on my honeymoon that I never got a chance to bring into class. Hold on a second. People bring you places? There, oh, wait, let's start that. Oh, hold, we should tell that story, too. I'll hold that thought, because that's still one of the funniest comments anybody's ever met, anybody's ever made about me. Uh, my wife still talks about that comment. Oh, yes. The next three stories I'm going to tell you all about my wife, by the way. So um, my wife, Caroline, long, the long-suffering Caroline, as she should forever be known, because she puts up with all the ridiculous stuff and actually... Is, is, is a human who is cognizant of it. My cat puts up with it, but she looks at me and is like, are you going to feed me? And that's she's okay with it. She'll put up with anything. 
Caroline, on the other hand, actually has to speak with me. And that's a whole other thing. So, so I, I can sympathize. Yeah, I know. You're, well, you're here. You came to me to speak with me, so don't complain. Fair enough. Uh, so, another story. I, I got to do this on my honeymoon. We were in Universal Studios, and we were uh, walking through the park, and, and, and it was just before I had started. I had literally, like, defended my dissertation and got married, and then that next summer, the, the, the very, that very same summer, we, we go to Universal and Disney for a honeymoon. That's what she wanted to do. I said, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And we, we had a great fun. time. Oh, awesome. it was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. She loves roller coasters. She dragged me on a bunch. I know the physics of that thing. I just don't want to go. <laughs> still don't want to do it. You don't like roller coasters? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's not my thing. I just don't want to be hurtled through the air. I just you don't. You really stand there and... <laughs> oh, no, I'll calculate that thing while I'm on it. I'm mean, like, this sucks, and I know exactly why. It's like I'm flying through the air. <laughs> we're in Universal and we're on a merry-go-round and I say, "Hunt, take out the camera, start filming. And so I, she's on the outer horse and I'm in the inner horse. Mm-hmm. And I start saying to her, I start saying to the camera, I'm like, okay, we're both on a merry-go-round, which means we are taking a lap at exactly the same rate. However, <laughs> she is about a meter further away from the center than I am. And I start dictating what I want one day to be a problem in my class. Did this what? ever come to fruition? That's the problem. I can't find the damn file. Uh, I know it happened. Uh, she knows it, but I cannot find this recording. I'm so upset. Like I know it exists, but I mean that's the thing with me and knowing I want to teach is that like I, everything I see, I'm like, man, that would make a great problem. I sent an email to my class this morning, and I said, hey, what was that? Oh, that was a big. I send Friday. I send emails every Friday to my class. Right. You know, and, and every Friday be, with like. Homework tips, study tip, general notifications, kind of things like that. <laughs> Wish more teachers were like you. Thanks, yeah. I appreciate it. And, and I want to stay in constant contact with my students, and this is what I told them this morning. Like, you get out what you put in. Like, I, I did. A, I was on a philosophical rant because I was in a stalemate with someone last night for two minutes grappling. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> you're like, this guy is weird. I know. <laughs> and Josh already knows I'm weird. You, you're like, this is, man, this is weirder than I thought. It is great so far. Well, I mean, I like to think I'm, I'm good material but i said to my students that email this morning i said listen i said you know it's like you know good morning on this dreary friday it's wet out there be careful i'd hate to have to use you as a physics problem because you know damn good and well i would yeah yeah you've done it before i I use myself as a physics problem i was in a car crash a really bad one which i was actually talking about yesterday with my dad he came out to visit and we we were going out to lunch and he's like you know he goes we were driving he goes you know you never showed me where the car crash was that year and mind you this is like Oh, geez, it's like eight years, nine years ago at this oh, point. And he's like, you know, I never was sure where that was. And I was like, oh, it's right here. And every year when I talk about momentum, and that's going to be in two weeks, I'm going to talk about momentum in two dimensions. And we're going to talk about that car wreck where somebody T-boned me. I almost died. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great example. It's a great problem because it's perfect two-dimensional motion the way that we careened off. And, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly it's what amazing. you want. You get in a car crash and the first thing you do is... No, it's not the first thing <laughs> I did. This was years later. I'm just happy to use it as an example. I figure if I'm walking around... Again, no regrets. I mean, if I'm walking around, I might as well use it. I mean, you know, once right. I work through the trauma of it and the friggin' nightmares, Yeah. you know, once I got through that, I was like, all right, this is going to be a good problem. And it's therapeutic, actually, in a way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but oh god, yeah. I mean that that was one of those stories, and then and then Josh, you had mentioned this, like people still take you places. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it was three summers ago. I go up to Maine with the with a couple college buddies of mine, Kelsey and John, who live out in Pasadena, um, and they're two wonderful kids. And, and and we met up with a couple other college friends. We met up with Marie and two of her 
now four kids are ever increasing brood. The the Bates kids, they're wonderful. Love them to death. Uh, they're, they're all family at this point because you know we've been together since college, and that's a lot of years now. <laughs> Seventeen years ago, holy crap, I'm old. Uh, yeah, I know it's been a while. But still love them to death. Our families are, are friends, and we try and get together as much as we can. And that's it's a beautiful thing. It's a, oh, sorry, party foul. Forgot to mute my phone. Charlie's uh, been squeaking too, but whatever. oh, sorry, I didn't do my rocking thing. Um, anyway, we're up there, and uh, John's got a boat on the lake up in Maine. And my wife, being ever braver than I am and ever stronger than I am in every way you can conceivably imagine, is like, yes, I'll try water skiing. I tried water skiing this summer. How'd that go? Terribly. Okay, so you can sympathize with my wife, the long-suffering Caroline. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the funny thing. I wasn't there because if I was, you would have been that much more angry at me, much like my wife was. So she, you know, it, it's hard to water ski, and it really is a physics problem because you get tension in one way, and basically the normal force of the water acting up at an angle, oh, countering yeah. both your tension and your weight. Right. Now, if you don't lean back enough, you tumble forward. Right. The tension takes over. Right. Basically, the tension takes over, and then you turn into like a rotational motion problem. You don't want that. You want to <laughs> be basically in, in, in equilibrium. Motion. Yeah. You want to be in equilibrium. You want to have balanced forces. She did not at this moment. Was it just... Was it well, she went... She, and it's so hard. And she almost got up, but then she tumbled forward, but she did not let go. Oh. See, I, st- I got going. I was good in a straight line. And we started to do a turn, and I was like, You okay. kept going in a straight line? I that's want- inertia, you know. I know that's inertia. <laughs> okay, good. Was, just checking. And I was like, okay, I want to turn. I'm going to use the wake of the boat like you're supposed to do to turn. Right over it, right onto my face. <laughs> yup. Pretty much. You let go? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, I now, still got, I still my got wife... Face full of... I, I didn't let go immediately, as you don't. Well, my wife hung on for a few minutes. <laughs> Not a few minutes, that's a lot. It felt like minutes. <laughs> a few in, in seconds, though. A few seconds, and, and John's driving the boat, and, and he's like, wait, did she fall? I'm like, oh, yeah, slow down. Were you <laughs> in the boat? I was in the boat. <laughs> and just, oh. And now yeah. she swims back to the boat, right? We reel her in, and then she gets in the boat, and I'm like, you know, that's a great physics problem, because he knew the boat wasn't going as fast, and she just looks at me. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> now I tell the story to Josh the summer after it happens, and Josh's only reply was, "Why do people take you places?" <laughs> it's just the funniest thing most any student said. One of the funniest things. <laughs> that was. It's a brilliant moment. It's an absolutely brilliant moment. I'm really sad I didn't get to take your class. It sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, listen, we, we do all these things. I mean, I, I love all these examples. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you look around, I mean, everything is physics. Everything's physics. I mean, you whether you want it to be or not. Yeah. And I don't know how many students come back to me and they're like, "Damn it! You know what? I was trying to enjoy myself, and then all I could think of was this thing from your class because I saw it happening." And I'm like, "Ah, I, I win." <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in your mind. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, Bonte did that to me with auto. With what? With auto. We're taking auto. vehicle dynamics. Vehicle right? dynamics. Okay. Uh, so we were going over the tire model last class. The tire model. So elaborate. Uh, it's just it's a mathematical model that gives that gives you the idea of how much traction a specific tire of a specific type with all these constants will make oh, on yeah. a specific road of all said constants. That's kind of neat. Yeah. And it was uh, Josh is driving along with our other friend Jason in the car, 
and we're it's going. It's raining. Out. It's raining. And Much I'm like today. Turning into my turning into my development, and that is a fairly new asphalt road. Sure. So it's fairly smooth, and it's raining, so it's slick. Mm. And, and my, you know, my my little truck. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. No weight in the back, rear wheel drive. Slams on the brakes. I don't slam on the brakes. <laughs> I drift the turn into the neighborhood. Okay, you can't see. There are air quotes around this. Drift. Okay, it was a controlled slide. It was a controlled slide, but I do I, I, with no discernible direction. No, it was. I was aiming right there, and I got right where I Back. wanted to. Either way, he turns, and my first thought is not, "Oh God, we're gonna hit that curb." My first thought is, "We lost mechanical keying." <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. That's fabulous. Mechanical keying adhesion. What was the other one? Mechanical keying adhesion. Well, I guess you didn't get into my head enough. Yeah. Um, you were you were undergoing kinetic friction at that point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not much of it. Much looser. Yeah. Or much Not less. Much of it. So, like, when you did that, did, like, the blue sparks come out and you get a speed boost around the corner? <laughs> no. No. But there was no way we were ever going to hit that curb. Whatever you want to say, buddy. <laughs> we no trust. No trust whatsoever. That's a healthy Apparently relationship. Apparently you have not spent enough time with him. No, I don't trust him either. I'm oh, just okay. pointing out to the listeners that I see no trust here in case, they were, in case they were doubting that. It's kind of well, another thing. Admittedly, I do that in my car too, but mine's front-wheel drive. And this is the other example that, that you know, it's funny because I, I mention my wife a lot and she knows to relate physics to things. Like, if I am clearly not getting something, every now and then she tries to get the physics going, so that way I'm like, oh, okay. that thing. Okay. You see, the problem is she doesn't always do it in an expedient manner. Roundabout? Love my wife. Love my wife. Sometimes she does not tell me things when she should. <laughs> Our sixth anniversary, we go out to Montauk, New York, which is where I've been going on vacation since I was a kid. There's so much preserved parkland. The zoning ordinances are tight. Nothing can get built up. It's still a quiet fishing town, primarily. My dad and I have actually flown out there. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A small airport over on oh, East yeah. Lake Drive. It's, we, we flew out there last summer? Two summers ago? I forget what. And we just went out there for the day just to... That's great. Like, uh, go get some seafood or something. It was a great. It was a great time. I love the place. Listen, I highly recommend. If anybody's like, "Oh, I want to go to Long Island. I want to go to Hampton. Just keep going. Keep driving until you literally can't drive anymore. It's the last town out there, and it's much better. Oh my God, yeah, it's wonderful. And it no, nothing commercial other than a Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. And and they put in a Seven Eleven, which pissed a lot of people off, including myself. Because, really? Yeah. Because there's no reason for that Seven Eleven to be there. It's the only convenient. It's not the only convenience store, but literally everything else is like. Mom and pop owned, which is awesome. Like, yeah, there's you want a burger, you're going to John's Drive In, right? It's great, and it's so quiet, tiny little town. And actually, funny enough, Marie, the, the friends from college, her cousins actually own one of the stores out there, which we've been going to forever, and we just never knew it was them. And it's the Titus family, and it's like, oh my god, wait a minute, don't I recognize you from the wedding? Holy crap, what are you doing here? That was a fun summer that time. Oh, yeah, I know, small world. Um. But we're out there. Now, yep. the sixth anniversary, my wife and I, we're, 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 we like to think we're fun people. My wife, my wife, by the way, anybody listening is like, wow, physics professor, the guy must be smart. No, my wife is light years smarter than I am. And proof of it is she has her master's in costume design for Carnegie Mellon. 
She has built the cost. She built some of the costumes for Hamilton. She worked on Broadway. She is one of the best costumers, hands down. And, and I don't know if you do show notes, but we should totally put a link to her website in the show notes because she's. Phenomenal. We have show notes. We, we can, never use them. We can do it in the there uh, you download go. link. There you go. Yeah, here, we'll, wait, wait, wait. We'll edit in here, and I'll I'll get her website afterwards. And just, just do, do a clumsy paste-in of, hey, and if you want to see your website, go to edit here, edit here, and we'll just, <laughs> we'll just put that in. Uh, anyway, but... <laughs> so I'm just going to leave that. I'm not going to... Yeah, anyway, uh, anyway she, she's absolutely brilliant. And, and among other things, she almost got her pilot's license when she was a kid. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. She can do that. But she got bored with that and was like, nah, I want to ride horses instead. And she had gotten, yeah, and she had gotten a, a scholarship to go to Governor's Horse Guard or something like that up in Connecticut, where she's from. Which I'm sorry, just, I feel like flying a plane is cooler than riding a horse. But. I don't know, man. I mean, they're both pretty awesome modes of transportation. Indiana Jones yeah. does both. This is true. So, I mean, you know, whatever. But anyway, she, but she's awesome, and she knows so much about so many things. She's the one person that consistently gives me a, a challenge in Jeopardy, Trivial Pursuits, a stalemate. She's brilliant. I love her to death. I could not do anything without her. She is truly my support and everything. However, <laughs> she will not tell me occasionally when something matters that I should be aware of. Such as? Well, we've been fun about anniversaries, and we try and theme it. So, like, first anniversary is paper. She okay. got me a beautiful set of notebooks. I got her tickets to a, to a show, which then got blizzarded out, which was a bummer because it was Lacuna Coil backstage. And, and anyway, the long story short, those became Beach Boys tickets because she loves the Beach Boys. So that was kind of fun. But uh, I can't remember what the hell was. Second anniversary was Cotton. And she got me my purple chucks, which you've seen me wear occasionally. And, and, and I got her a pair of boots that she really needed. Right? And so we kind of play off the theme, right, of okay. the traditional anniversary. Sixth anniversary, oh, was it five or six? Fifth is wood, I believe. Then it was fifth. Thank okay. you. Okay. Fifth was wood. And I was like, you know what? She hasn't been on a horse in forever. We're going to get a, a five-year getaway. I'm going to take her riding. And then every time I pass a plant, I'm going to go, look, hon, it's made of wood. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this comes this, this comes back. Okay. So we go we go out to Montauk, and we're at Rita's stables. And uh, as it turns out, Rita and I have some mutual friends, again, which is a weird thing. But that goes to years back, who people we used to stay at their their hotel and they know the family and ah. the Issings are still out there and it's wonderful. Anyway, Rita owns a stable and, and so she puts, Caroline walks up to the horses mm -hmm. and they like bow their heads to her. They're oh, like, hello. Like, give me a minute. Give me I a minute. Let me get going. I want to hear this story. <laughs> yeah. Bow their heads to her and they're like, yes, lady. And I start walking over and they're like, <laughs> and walk away. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and... and now, immediately, this is going poorly. Now, Caroline brought her old helmet and her riding boots, and I'm, like, in a Yankees cap and sneakers, and I'm, like, they, they, they like, smell it on me. It's, like, this is not going to go well for me. So, anyway, they put me on what apparently is known as a bomb-proof horse. Something you can't... A Something that cannot get up. scared, basically. If a bomb could go off and the horse will not buck and throw you off. The horse's name is Lucky. <clears throat> oh, great. Now, Lucky and I bonded over the course of the next hour, primarily because there was nobody around us but myself and Lucky. Now, we had a trail guide. Named Dennis. Dennis is on the horse. Caroline is on the horse. I mount up Lucky. They start moving around, and Lucky is like, no, and walks back into the barn <laughs> to get a drink and a bite to eat before he goes out on this trail. I almost got my head knocked off doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, bareback at a uh, camp I went to, riding back, 
uh, this horse, instead of following the pack, decides, nah, and walked in. And the, the, Do my own thing. Yeah. The top of the barn door, while very tall, is not tall enough because it comes up to about my neck. It comes up to about your neck when you're on the horse or off the horse? On the horse. Oh, okay. But I was on the horse, it's and I was like, tiny wait, barn. Yeah, I was like, wait, where are you going? And then I look back, and the barn door is about here. <laughs> like, oh, oh, right, duck now. <laughs> right in front of my face. And yeah, I clonk my head on the That's way smart. in. But... Oh. Now, fortunately, this barn was better engineered, and it had a really high set of doors. Okay, good. Uh, however, <laughs> Dennis and my wife are walking off, and they're on the horse, and I'm like, Guy- guys? <laughs> and I'm going towards the barn. I'm like, S- I actually shout back, I'm like, Someone engaged the docking sequence, and, and that's all I could come out of my mouth because I'm like, I got nothing else. And, and it, Rita comes out, and she's like, that's "Damn the it!" The nerdiest thing he could have said. In that I situation. know, and yet I'm like, I'm in a, I'm on a thing that's automatically going into where it's parked, and it's a big hangar. And my brain was like, "This is how Star Wars happens," and I'm like. <laughs> Like, this Someone, is where it starts. started the horse docking. I was like, I don't know. I think I assume they have a docking sequence. I didn't know what I did. And I was like, I think it's on autopilot. <laughs> press the wrong button. I pressed the wrong button. So now here's the... We're walk- and finally, Lucky turns around. And now I'm not comfortable hurting this horse in any way. But, you know, it's like, you know, Rita smacks it on the ass, gets it going. And I'm finally like... I spend the rest of this trip basically instead of a nice, like, quiet romantic anniversary trail ride with my wife. It was like a romantic anniversary trail ride for my wife and Dennis, and I was about 10, 20, <laughs> 50 yards behind him at any given point because Lucky was just not having it. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like trying to, st- and I'm, I'm riding fine, like, as we're walking, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, if it doesn't want to go, just squeeze. And I'm like trying to squeeze its hindquarters with my heels, and it's just not really paying attention to me. It's like, no, if it veers off, just pull the rein, and I don't want to, like, you know, yank the horse's head. I'm like, so I'm trying gently to control, and like, finally I kind of get a feeling for the horse, more or less. I'm still way behind them at this point in time. And all of a sudden I hear Dennis turn around and go, hey, we're gonna trot now. (laughs) Okay, sure. I guess I can pick up a little speed. (laughs) Just squeeze the horse. It'll know what to do. The horse does. I don't know what to do. (laughs) <laughs> and then Dennis goes, we're going to go to the right up here and then circle around. And there's a big wooden post in the road. Right. Mm-hmm. In the road, in the trail, whatever. And, and I'm like, okay, we'll go to the right. Sure. And don't worry, physics comes into the story eventually, I swear. And, and so we're on the horse. Oh, I'm on the horse. And it starts to trot. And I'm sitting in the saddle still. Anyone who rides this, horses Anyone who rides horses is like, what, right now, well, there you go. <laughs> Now, had, now, had my wife told me this ahead of time, it would have been useful knowledge. Yeah. Okay? So, basically, the horse takes one good trot, and I immediately go, ow! And, and all of a sudden, my wife, love her, hears it from way out there. She's way ahead of us at this point. Lucky and I are doing our own thing 80 miles behind the rest of the pack. And I, I just hear her turn around, and she goes, post, honey, Post! Now, if you ride horses, you know what this means. But if you don't, I'll, I'll get there in a minute. <laughs> but I interpret it as, yes, he pointed at it. I'm going to the right, and we're circling back. That is the post. And I yeah. go, yes, honey, that's the post. I'm going to the right. Ow. Ow. And all I could think is, like, I'm not sitting on the saddle right. Maybe Lucky's a little rough when he trots. Maybe this is an old saddle, and it doesn't have padding. Meanwhile, this horse is trotting, and I am just... 
into this horse repeatedly. And this is not a comfortable moment in my life. And I'm, I'm really not having a good time at this moment. But the nice thing is, Lucky catches up finally. Was I kind of keep, I kind of press the gas a little bit as much as you can on a horse. Cause I'm like, no, don't slow down. They're up there. We're catching up. I don't care. So finally, we're catching up, and and Lucky bouncing all the way, bouncing all the way. Like Ow. Lucky is is catching up, and I'm kind of like clenching with my thighs to keep me stable, but feet in the stirrups, but just trying to keep it together. <laughs> and 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 like I catch up, and, and they're like. And immediately Dennis is like, ah, oh, you finally got lucky to catch up to us. I was like, yeah, I kind of finally got a handle on this. I'm like, all right, you ready to trot back? I'm like, yeah. Nobody says anything again about what posting is to me. We trot our way back. And this time I'm a little bit closer, but wife doesn't say anything to me this time. And I'm not saying ow anymore because I'm numb to the pain at this point. <laughs> at this point, my testicles are about up here in my rib cage. <laughs> so I'm not feeling anything. And this is not good. Oh, uh, it's a shame Mike couldn't get up to come with us. And and so oh, we're oh yeah well he'll listen to this later maybe uh, and 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 so finally <laughs> finally the horse finally the horse docks again and we get off the horse and I understand why cowboys are the bow-legged walk because I'm like damn I'm like all right that hurts my thighs a little bit <laughs> and so we get off and we're walking out and I'm like she's like well how'd you enjoy? and this is the first time I've ever been on a horse too. Probably should have started with that statement. So I had no idea. That's actually fairly impressive that you stayed on the horse. Well, thank you, actually. I appreciate that. My my grip is pretty solid. Mm. My grip with my thighs is pretty solid. Unfortunately, not solid enough to prevent massive damage. So if I don't have any children, this story will tell you why. (laughs) So we're walking back to the car. And here's where physics comes in. She She goes, how are you feeling? I was like, well, I'm a little sore. And she goes, well, why didn't you post? And I said, honey, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and she says, well, when the horse goes up and down, you go up and down with it. Like you kind of like go like a do a sine wave with the horse. So that way you're like in phase. That is really spot good. on. You want to be bouncing in phase with, with the horse. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. That's all My you wife, need to know. That's, now, had she said that to me an hour before, I would. This story wouldn't. Uh, my voice would be a baritone. Like, <laughs> this is, okay, just this was something else that day. I mean, let me tell you what, that hurt a lot, and I don't hold it against my wife one bit. But I, you know, my dad and my my father-in-law, and my mother-in-law, and my stepmom can all listen to this and be like, "Oh, no grandkids. I got it. Okay, got it." Sure. <laughs> So what I learned that day that was physics related was that posting means being in phase with your horse. That was roundabout. Wasn't it? But it's about physics. But again, (laughs) even my wife is like, wait a minute, we got to get through this idiot. Physics. Right. That's how we're doing it. (laughs) And and that's that's one of the funnier stories in my life. But again, I mean, these are things that I could turn into stand-up material. I love that story. I mean, again, I mean, such ridiculous things have happened to me. I mean, you know, and there's great stories from the classroom. I, I... I hesitate to tell some of the stories from the classroom because I don't want to mention students and, and, and things like that, and anonymity. You know, the pickled foot thing is, is just too funny not to tell. Well, you're not saying um, who said it. Yeah. No. Robert uh, Jill. Redacted said this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's wonderful, ridiculous stories from life that I have to share, but those are some of my favorite stories. And, and you know, at the risk of, you know, taking up the whole show, I mean, and those are some of my best ones. Uh, I, you know, I hope you've enjoyed them. But, uh, we have. Thank- oh, very much so. Thank you very yeah, much for sharing. I want to give you a lab. I mean, you know, I'm one of those We're- weird professors at Rowan and, you know, doesn't do active research because I'm here to teach. And I love teaching. 
and and it's because I see physics everywhere that I get to, to do all these things and, and it's because I see physics everywhere that I have such a passion for it I want to pass that on and if I can do it by, by giving you an engaging story even at my own expense and the expense of you know future generations of Laporta that's fine <laughs> So be it. We we appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> I Very hope much you so. do. All right. Since we're coming up on the forty-four minute mark, I think we're gonna call it. Sounds like a good plan. Um, I, I didn't think we were there. That was wonderful. Oh, thank you. It wound up being a bit short. Oh, I hope so because there's a lot of dead air. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening. This has been down the wormhole with Dr. Philip Laporta. My name is Joshua Weinberg. I'm Zachary Miller, and I have a fantastic day. Bye.